today we're going to talk about uh, one of those uh, tefillos that sometimes, you know, when you don't say it, you feel like a little bit of a, uh, a silent cheer in the crowd. You know, there are certain uh, tefillos that, um, like a long tachnon, let's say, on a Monday or Thursday, which we'll have an opportunity to talk about, where whenever they skip it, like the, uh, the, the, the audience, it's, it's a crowd pleaser when they, uh, when they skip it. Or Moshe Weinberger likes to describe how, you know, like everyone's like skipping to the train that morning, like it was uh, the most cheerful thing. Like women who don't dive into Tzibor on, uh, on a Monday and Thursday must think that a you know, long tachnon is where they take whips and chains and beat us because it's such a, a torturous thing. But one, one of those tefillos that probably fits that, uh, that category that maybe the problem is that we don't fully appreciate is vihinoam and Masai Shabbos. That it is uh, somewhat of a longer tefillah. It's at a time where we're, we're somewhat eager to get home and to, uh, you know, to make Havdalah and to, to finish Shabbos. And then, like, we're, uh, you know, we're slapped with, uh, with the Vihinoam after Mariv. So, where does it come from and what's the point? And some elongated even further by adding in Vihitim Lecha. So, is that something that one should do, has to do? Where does that, where does that come from? So, the Torah in Simrish Sadiye says that a person is supposed to say, Vihinoam, followed by Orechim Masbiyeh Varebi Shwasi, and Seder Kedusha, which is the Kadosh Kadosh that we, the, that we say as part of the Kedusha the Sidra normally. Oddly, the Beis Yosef writes that Kol Simen Zeh Pashut Ve'enot Tzarech Biur. So, normally, the way to study an area of Halacha, you know, the Torah says something, the Beis Yosef shows you the Mekah for it, and you figure out, you know, where to go from there. Beis Yosef says nothing on this entire simon in Shulchan Aruch, on this entire simon in the tour. He says, yeah, it's obvious. And then he just quotes it in the Shulchan Aruch without, he doesn't even quote it, the Ramah quotes it all in the Shulchan Aruch. Beis Yosef says that it's a Dover Pashat. So we have to do a little bit more digging to figure out where this comes from. There's a Gemara in Shulstav Tezvav that says that Yoshev B'Seser Elyon is called the Shir Shel Pugayim because it saves us from Mazikim. That Dafka saying that paragraph, that capital, saves us from Mazikim. And the idea seems to be, the Torah says that it was the, the, the Mizmar of Bracha that Moshe blessed the Jewish people with upon completing the Mishkan. So as we're about to face a new week, we want to say this tefillah of protection for the coming week and of Bracha, that we should have Bracha and everything that we do that week. In uh, the Sefer Nefesh Chaya, he says it's a way to greet the Malachim of a weekday, similar to how we greet the Shabbos Malachim and Erev Shabbos, so there's a switching of Malachim again, so we want to greet the Malachim of Chal, and that's why we say Malachim Yitzavalacha and Lishmarcha Bechal Derachecha, because that's all part of what the protection that the Malachim give. The Torah says that a person should save Yihinoam slowly, because Hashem waits for us to finish before returning those who belong in Gehenim, who had a respite for Shabbos, back to Gehenim. So next time you're rushing through Vihinoam, maybe contemplate that a little bit, that yes, my 10 extra seconds, 30 extra seconds, is it really worth it to try to rush through it and finish early? The tour says that it's, it's going to save people from extra time in Gehenim when we, uh, when we say Vihinoam slowly. Mishabur and Sivkat Nalev says that a person should also 
also be sure to say it's standing up. However, he says the Kedusha part does not need to be said standing because it's not a real Kedusha, because they were never Masakin Kedusha at Mariv. So it, it follows different rules than regular Kedusha. Like if you're saying Ashe Yuvalitzion in the morning at the end of Davening, you're supposed to be on, on pace with the Shliach Tzibor uh, for, for the parts that are Kedusha, for Baruch Hashem and for Kedosh, Kedosh, Kedosh. And if you're not, you've got to skip in order to be able to say Pitzibor, to say Basara, to say it with a minion, that would be the, the ideal way to say Kedusha. Not so when it comes to the Bino Matzai Shabbos. Not as critical to say it Pitzibor. Uh, it's not a real Kedusha, so the parts of Kadosh Baruch don't need to necessarily be said together. Why, why do we start Vino? Why not start and then Orchamim and, and, and then straight into the Kedusha the Sidra? Why not Uval Tzion Goel? So the Torah in Simrei Sadie says because there's no Gu'ula Belayla. So we don't say Uval Tzion Goel at, uh, at night. Some Achronim wonder that there are Rishonim who hold that the Binyan Beis Amigdash Lasadavo will be at night. So what do you mean there's no Gu'ula Belayla? The Binyan Beis Amigdash is going to be at night according to several Rishonim. So you saw the assurance suggest to distinguish between Gu'ula and Binyan Amigdash. So Piskei Chuvas quotes this from Yisod Yeshurun. There's a difference between Geula and Beis Amigdash. That is very difficult to understand. The Ramban in his Hakdama to Sefer Shemos defines Geula as uh, as Mishkan. He defines Geula as having a Mikdash, and that's why Rav often points out that when we uh, when we embark on a process that's ultimately going to lead to Binyan Amigdash, that's what we would call Aschalta de Geula. You know the whole controversy about can you call the Hakamas Medina Medina Sarit. Medina Yisrael, now as we have at the beginning of the Gula process, Rav Shechter says with absolute certainty, yes because the Gemara defines the Gula process that there are three things that have to happen we have to establish a Jewish government in the land of Israel we destroy Amalek and then it's a three step process that concludes with building the Beis Amigdash, building Beis Amigdash is Gula, the beginning of that process of establishing a Jewish government would therefore be Aschalt to Gula so it's a little difficult to say that, it, that, that building a Mikdash, the fact that we're going to have a, a Binyan Mikdash, Belayla, is not called Gula. No, that's the very definition of Gula. Why no Vanizos Brisi? So the Bach says in order to maintain, maintain consistency and to avoid having people who daven be Yechidus on Lel Tishvav saying Uvalitzion and Vanizos Brisi, we never say it even on Matzai Shabbos. So the whole reason the Bach says we skip all of the, all, all of the normal Uvalitzion sections is because of Motsai Tishbav, where you're not supposed to say it, and we're so Atu Motsai Tishbav, we want to keep it consistent throughout the rest of the year because people often won't know exactly what to say. They didn't, uh, before uh, Rav Meir Zlatowitz, the Colonel of Racha, people didn't have such clear instructions of what they should and should not say, and uh, Sidurim used to be extraordinarily confusing. Uh, why do we double double the, the phrase, so that the post can discuss as well. The Torah writes that we, to, that we do that to complete uh, the, 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 the Shem Hashem and Magnavram in name Matamosh says that there are two Yuds in Bishuasi. so doubling it makes four Yuds which is the Shem Havaya B'miloi you could do the math later, I don't know the Tash, but there's some Gematria that makes it work out when you say uh, when you say Arachamim uh, twice the Tashbe says that, it, no, it's about bringing the total number of words to 130 which is Kiminyan HaKohanim symbolic of the Kohani Hashmunai saying this when they were victorious in war. There's some remez. That's all of the answers as to why we doubled that pasuk are about
about uh, hitting a certain number of words, a certain gematria. It's it's about being merames to uh, to something. There are many different approaches. When don't we say vihino matzai shabbos? So the Torah says that if you have a full week of malacha ahead, you say it because masi adenu. We say Maisi Yadenu twice, and therefore only when there's a full week of Maisi Yadenu ahead do you say Vinoam. Rabbi Yaakov Enden explains when there's another day of Kodesh, the fact that this, the weekday is surrounded by Yemei Kodesh is enough to protect us, so we don't need the additional protection that Vinoam provides. So, uh, and, and, if you, and if you think you do need it, then you're being pogame in the covet of the Kedusha Sayom that's upcoming, because you're saying, I don't trust that the Yom Tov is going to be able to provide me with protection. I think I need this extra help. That's what Rabbi Yaakov Emden explains. In Shari Tshuva, he quotes from Birka Yosef, that Al-Pi Kabbalah, they would say it even when there is a Yom Tov that week, and some Svartim, in fact, do that. But at Ashkenazi Shuls, we typically do not do that. If there's a Yom Tov going to be coming up that week, we skip it. And the Mishabur and Sifkan Gimel says, what if Purim is that week? On Purim, you're not really supposed to go to work. Or what if Erev Pesach is going to be on Friday? So that week, you're going to have on Erev Pesach, there's also some sort of Isser so Mr. Brewer discusses that uh, he points out that the Shari Tshuva and the Primagadim hold that you do say Vihinom because those aren't real days of Isra Malacha. But when Tishba falls that week, Shulchan Aruch says to skip Vihinom for two reasons. First of all, there's no Hetam Malacha on Tishba. And second of all, it's a Mizmar for the Akamas HaMishkan and we're observing Chorban. So we don't want to talk about the Mizmar about the Akamas HaMishkan as we're observing Chorban. Rabbi Yaakov Emden says that the Mesim should have to rush back to Gehenim, uh, he says it doesn't make sense that the Mason should have to rush back to, to Gehenim just because there's a Yanta that week. You know, uh, the, the, the whole point is we're saving, uh, as the Torah said, we're saving the Mason from getting back to Gehenim. Akadosh Baruch is waiting. So why we're going to skip the Enoam on the Cheshben of the Mason, Rav Yaakov Emden asks. So he says no, it must be that the Yom Tov is going to protect them from rushing back to Gehenim. The Akadosh Baruch will make it that they don't have to rush back to Gehenim because of the Yanta. Well, we, fig- we assume Hashem figures it out. Hashem has, uh, has a Cheshben of how it's supposed to be. When the when there is no Vihinoam, the Torah says there's also no Seder Kedusha. It's not just that first paragraph. You skip all of it. Uh, kadosh, Kadosh, the whole thing. Why? What's the connection between the two? So Mishabruz says because Vihinoam is connected to Malachas HaMishkan, which caused the Ashras Hashchina. So we associate Vata Kadosh Yashiv Tihilos Yisrael to Vihinoam because that's a reflection of a sense of Ashras Hashchina. The Bach says, no, since we try to keep it consistent. So we don't want to have some Mosai Shabbos with Seder Kedusha and no Vinoam, others with neither, others with both. We don't, we don't want to. So it's either yes or no. We're not going to uh, have too many shades of gray. What about Vitimcha? Mordechai Kamenetsky told me he once walked into a shul and he saw everyone saying with great fervor and uh, he said someone just gave a cheer that it's a school for Parnassa he said yeah how did you know he said because uh, I see everyone doing it that's, uh, that's how Jews react when they're told that something's a school for Parnassa so is that, is that a thing where does uh, come from Mishabur and Sivkat Nehi says that there's simply Pesukim Shalbracha to start off the week right the Biralacha Kosul Vush to say it before Havdalah but in Minhagim uh, of Maril, the implication is that Havdalah comes first. So nowadays the practice is to say Havdalah later and you do V'yitein L'cha earlier. Why would you wait for Havdalah? So the Eshel Avram Mibuchach, or Avram Dov Mibuchach, explains because people don't know it by heart so, and you're not allowed to benefit from the Arhaner until you said Havdalah and said Bari Mori Ha'esh, so they, they're going to need to read it from something. So that's why, that's the whole logic to say Havdalah first. The Shara Kavana says that the Arizal said it at home after Havdalah unless he davened Bebeis HaKnes 
Knesset Shalash Knazim, where they would say it uh, in Shul. So the whole discussion is when to say it, not if to say it. It's, do you say it after Avdalah or do you say it earlier? Shari Tshuva explains that we uh, can rely on Avdalah B'Tfilah, and therefore we, uh, the, 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 whenever we're, we're questioning, what should I do? Should I say Avdalah first or do something else first? The, the default position is Avdalah later, uh, because Fuka Yomam Achrinon, we try to delay the exit of Shabbos as much as possible. That's the Machlokas and the Poskim on the side of the Shulchan when it comes to Ner Hanukkah. Uh, some of the Poskim suggest Ner Hanukkah should come after Avdalah, because how could you light Neros if you haven't been Mavdil? But others say, no, Afuke Yom You just try to delay Havdalah as much as possible. So certainly over here, where it's not a matter of doing Malacha, it's just a matter of saying some, some Psukim, the, the Zohar sounds like it's supposed to be done with Tzibur. It says, So it sounds like it's supposed to be done in, in, in the Tzibur. When don't we say it? So the Dark Emotion, Os Aleph, says that the Kolba quotes those who, who say not to say V'yitim when there's no v'yitim he know him, but he says, you know, it's a mistaken minute, it has nothing to do with it. So the Ramah says that even if there is going to be a Yantav that week, you still say V'yitim even though you're not saying V'yitim uh, Noam. When Motsoy Shabbos is Chalamoed, there's a Machlokas. Primagadim says that you should say it. When Motsoy Shabbos is Chalamoed, and uh, the Stiplers quoted in Orchus Rabbeinu and the Chaznish as well, Chelgalov, page Kuvchav Zayin, that they said it, and that's how the Sefer Isha Yisrael Paskins Lamaisa, but the Al-Yarabah quotes from the Kolbo, not to say it. The Aruch HaShulchan says that it would be a zilzul in Chalamoid which has an Isra Malacha. But definitely don't say it on the Motsoy Shabbos that itself is a Yom Tov or a Tishbav. So it seems like it's an appropriate thing to do. It's a nice thing to say. And one final thing. On Motsoy Shabbos Ramah quotes, there is an Indian to discuss Eliyahu Anavi. Now we should talk about Elio Anavi on uh, Motsoy Shabbos. Why? So the Torah says that you're supposed to mention Elio Anavi Motsoy Shabbos because Gemara in Erevin Amam Gimel says that he won't come on Arve Shabbosos Varve Yom Tovim because he doesn't want to interrupt our preparations for Shabbos and Yom Tov. And uh, so this is like his first opportunity to come in a little while. So that's why we want to talk about Elio Anavi because uh, we're hoping that he's going to arrive soon. The Bach asks that if that's the case, we should speak of Elio Anavi on Motsoy. Yom Tov also, not just a Motsoy Shabbos. There should be an Indian to speak about Eliyahu Anavi on Motsoy Yom Tov. So he says maybe it suffices to talk about Eliyahu Anavi once a week, mm-hmm. or maybe really Geula is more closely associated with Shabbos. So we want to talk about Eliyahu Anavi, who's the harbinger of Geula, Dafka and Motsoy Shabbos. Why is Geula associated with Shabbos? Because the Gemara says in Masech Shabbos that when Klal Yisrael is Shomer, Shtei Shabbosos, and Mole Shomer Yisrael, Shtei Shabbosos, Miyad Nigalin, we would right away have Geula. So Dafka, we're in a Geula kind of mood. Uh, coming out of Shabbos. Uh, in what context do we talk about Eliyahu Anavi? So the Bach quotes from the Abu Dram, says that it sounds from the Torah that we're supposed to say Pitzibor together with the entire Kila Vishliach Tzibor to talk about Eliyahu Anavi. But the Bach then says the practice is not so. The practice is, you say Dvar Torah, Malava Malka about Eliyahu Anavi or something like that. You sing a song about Eliyahu Anavi and Malava Malka. But that is an Indian that's actually quoted on the page of the Shulchan Aruch. A lot of these things people think are, you know, either Chasidish Minhagim or uh, things that came later. All of these things are quoted in the Tur, in the Ramah. These are uh, black and white on the page of Shulchan Aruch that these are the appropriate things to do on a Motsai Shabbos. Okay. America, we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. 
to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.